0: Hello hello hello. Welcome to episode 44 of Cutscene Convos. Yes. This week we have a character profile on Mantis. We'll be discussing The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. We have a nerd Christmas list to be given over to Santa. We're also going to give you the secret to becoming a Marvel or Disney actor as well as the standard nerd news network stuff before we move on to our superhero mm-hmm. showdown. But before all of that,
1: Horry,
2: How's your week been? Um, I, I I honestly don't know where this week's gone. Uh, I feel, I feel like i like the last two weeks have just disappeared, and it's like, oh, it's Thursday again. Podcast <laughs> you know, time. I feel,
0: I, feel, I feel that on a visceral level.
2: Um, just honestly, just work. Obviously, Rotterdam's in like like a week, just over a week now. Um, so prep, still trying to f- get ship prep for that. Yeah. Partly my own fault for leaving some stuff till the last minute, but here we are. Uh <laughs> it it's happens. the way of the world. Yeah, it's the way of the world. Um I'm not, I'm just kinda of been kinda of been chilling. Playing games, playing a bit of TFT uh Yeah, just vibing. Watched uh don't know if you've seen people talk about it but a show called The Bear. Which is like a chef. No, I
0: don't think I it's have. on Disney Plus. I, I saw a trailer for a film called Cocaine Bear.
2: <laughs> I've seen that everywhere at all. Why? <laughs> Whoever's their marketing team is doing a good job. Viral um,
0: marketing, yeah.
2: No, it's a it's a show about a like and star level chef who ends up back at like a family sandwich shop and trying to. Oh, pull. okay. But it, Where did I you saw say that was? It, it's on Disney Plus because it's one of. Star on um, Star Network or whatever. I,
0: I, th- I yeah, okay. Which I think is where I've seen like the card for it.
2: Yeah, I seen that, and I've seen like a couple of things on my like, TikTok. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll sit down and watch. It's like eight episodes in their first season. Good, good show. Uh, if especially if you're into like, um, if you enjoy those kind of sh- cooking style drama shows, like um, I don't know if you ever watched the film Chef, the one where he does the food truck. It's um no. Thingy from uh Happy Hogan that actor, I can't forget his oh, okay. name. Yeah. Um John Favreau. Yes, it's him. So film like that. Also,
0: you you're aware you've probably just infuriated people by a oh, yeah yeah the actor who played Happy Hogan. Yeah, yeah. That's, Not but, the oh, director they, who started the MCU oh, or shit. a big part of big part of modern uh, oh, Star Wars. That's just the way that my brain guy works. who played Happy Hogan. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the way my—it's just the first place my brain went, so that's what they got. And come at me, fans. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah, good show. So, I mean, if you're into that, I'd recommend it. But finish awesome. that, and then other than that, just chilling. Pretty chill. Well, chill week outside of doing busy work stuff. So, how's your week been?
0: Um, it started off as chaotic as the last month and a half has been, but we're slowly getting to a bit of normality.
2: <laughs> that's good.
0: So, we we finished recording on Friday. Um, Saturday was my brother's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekend was kind of, A, recovering, and B, catching up on the editing I couldn't do on the Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just, you know, I mean, it's chaos. Um, then the work week has just been, I mean, it's busy. Like I said, when you're the only person who does your function, Hmm. being off on holiday for a week followed by then a week of unplanned sickness just all of a sudden you're just like eh you've got the work that you didn't do as well as the new work that's coming in and you're just trying to wade through it but we've made a bit of a dent now we're getting somewhere um, and it's starting to level out a little bit on top of you know trying to get ready for Christmas which is just around the corner and you know work out what to get people and actually oh goodness, get yeah, what people want yeah craziness
3: um yeah. but we're getting there we're having a good old time
1: mm. that's good you're back on top it of is
3: indeed. yes
2: yeah no fucking christmas is i only just do think about is last week and People ask, "Oh, what do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, have got a clue. I haven't thought about that yet." Like, yeah,
0: it's rough. It is rough. But anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: we will get cracking. So, I yes. actually chose this character profile before watching the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, but based oh, on saying. the trailer, I thought it was going to be relevant, and I was mm. right, which is good. Um, so, this week's character profile is on Mantis. Um. Once again, the MCU interpretation of Mantis is very, very different. Um, Not necessarily a bad thing. It's just different. Um, So Mantis first appeared in Avengers number 112 all the way back in March 1973. Mm -hmm. Um, She is the daughter of Gustav Brandt and Lua Neugent. Yeah.
2: Fancy names.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. As a child, she was trained by the priests of Pama, um, which was a Cre sect who believed that she was the celestial Madonna. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, not uh intergalactic like singing icon Madonna. <laughs> like... More like more like Mother of Space Jesus Madonna. <laughs> um Due to her martial arts proficiency as a child, she was nicknamed Mantis and therefore just named Mantis because she didn't have a name. Gotcha. Um, As the protector of the Kotai people, she was also granted telepathic abilities by the priestess. Interesting. Um, But then when it came to her 18th birthday, they wiped her mind. Uh, gave her false memories of being a Vietnamese orphan and left her in Vietnam say it together with me folks that reeks of a retcon
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I'm sure people who've watched a lot of this oh. now when I'm going through character profiles they're like mm, that, 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 seems, that seems like that's been changed retroactively mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like another extent of you can tell that's been changed retroactively um while she was in Vietnam after having a memory wipe, she was working as a prostitute. Um this is where she met Swordman who we have met in the MCU. Um Jack from or Jack from the Hawkeye show. Um uh, of course in the comics he trained Hawkeye and was a villain. Yeah. Um while he was out in Vietnam feeling sorry for himself she helped him become a hero once again and they joined the Avengers together. Um, She then became a part of the roster. She wasn't a big part of the roster, but she was there. Mm -hmm. Um, But she wouldn't really make her mark until during the Thanos war. Um, During this, um, she kind of made her mark and she became part of it. And as a result of this, Kang found out that she was the Celestial Madonna. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And this meant that she kind of found out about her past. So I imagine this Don't is you. when her past got retconned and added in. Okay. Um, so during the fight with Kang, Swordman died and she finally admitted that she loved him Um. and they buried him. And then she got given all of her memories back, essentially, or knowledge of her life back. I wouldn't necessarily (laughs) say the memories. And she discovers that the eldest Katai Mm. was buried underneath um, Swordsman's body.
1: Oh.
3: The spirit of the Katai then overtook Swordsman's body because the Celestial
0: Madonna was destined to have the Celestial Messiah, Space Jesus, with the eldest of the Katai race. Right. Yeah. So sure. the Katai overtook Swordsman's Body. They get married in a dual ceremony with wonder and vision. Oh how how cute. And then they go and have their space Jesus. What a um, hell of a
2: wedding that'd be.
0: I just I, 1970s comic book. <laughs> um then After like her having the baby and then the baby going away to learn how to be Space Jesus, eventually through many fights throughout space, she helped kind of rebuild a new Guardian's roster. Okay. Um that was left in the wake of a big shit show. And they were like, we need people to go out and protect the galaxy and help get everything back to normal. So her Drax Gomora and a couple of others kind of built a new roster of Guardians and went out and did their thing.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: Um, in the comic, she's known as being quite harsh and cocky and arrogant. Right. Which is kind of like the exact opposite of that, the
2: opposite of what we know.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, But that's what it is. I mean... So you had a bit more of
2: an interesting approach. I mean, they couldn't really go and be like Vietnam and prostitutes, so...
0: I mean, let's be completely honest. While we don't know for a fact that it was retconned, I'm going to go ahead based on logic and say she originally came in as the Vietnamese prostitute. Mm. That's a very fucking harsh stereotype. Yeah. Of the villain's gone off to Vietnam and come back as a hero with a Vietnamese prostitute.
2: Yeah, I think that's uh.
3: My big question, which I don't quite get. Oh. She had antenna the entire time.
1: Even in the comics.
3: Yeah. Huh. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um. What that.
2: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was just a radio it. headset, Connor. Yeah. It was a honestly. war going on.
0: Um. <laughs> but it, it's an interesting one i think it shows how while there are certain things of our characters we should be protective of when they get brought into the mainstream media
1: yeah we also
0: is... need to understand that some things can change for the better
2: yeah agreed
0: um and i mean that that moves us beautifully onto the um guardians of the galaxy christmas special
2: mm-hmm. which I've, i it? very much enjoyed
0: it wasn't a masterpiece, but it was it was fun Christmas shenanigans which yeah. is all I really signed up for
2: exactly it wasn't you you could tell that it was very much a we have this set let's use it for a Christmas special and then the filler the bits that aren't on the set are just filmed in Hollywood in LA
0: yeah
2: so it's like the you can tell like this ain't some big budget thing this is just we've got this fun idea let's do it. Sort of thing,
3: exactly, and find yeah, the exactly. cheapest way to do it. But
0: we did get some interesting information.
2: We did. There's some so like the guardians appear
0: new... to own nowhere now.
2: Yeah, seems they've taken it over yeah. from the collector. Yep.
0: Yeah. We also found out that Peter's iconic blasters were a Christmas present.
2: Yes, and that. Yondu's little figurine collection started from Peter's Christmas, Christmas present yeah. to him.
0: And we finally got to see Cosmo talk, which yes. I was very excited about.
2: undo more Cosmo things.
0: Yeah, because we got, Cosmo was teased back in the first Guardians of the Galaxy when mm. we went to nowhere. And they'd hired a voice actor, but they'd never used her. Or, I mean, she will have recorded stuff. She didn't make the final cut. Hmm. So for her to finally get to come and play Cosmo
1: was a lot
0: of fun. Yeah, um, I thought that was good. It, it was a dumb, fun Christmas. Yeah, special. it was. It's, it's what it you expect exactly, from
2: when you yeah. have like Marvel, or like when Star Wars do them. Like they're they're never serious. They're more the 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 bonus we get is it wasn't serious and it was a bit jokey, but it actually they still made it fit into I'm legit sure. timeline because they don't want any issues, obviously.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Um I'm I'm always down for like fun weird quirky things. You absolutely do not have to watch it to understand what's going to happen in Guardians 3. No. Um so if you're someone who only cares about like all the proper deep stories and everything. Um skip it. Yeah. No no one should be complaining about this.
2: I think all this is going to do for like the grander story is there may be some like Easter egg hints at things from this. For example, how the fuck they got Bucky's arm? <laughs> that's what I want to know. It's like that's that's a reference. That's that's a throwback to the to Rocket asking Bucky for his arm, and Bucky being like, "No." So then, like, bring that back, and he actually gets Bucky's arm. I want to know where the fuck they got it from. Like, I would also is, is be interested got, to know. Has he got a collection of them, like spare ones, and they just nicked one of the spare ones? Did they somehow steal it off him? Is it an old one?
0: I like to think that Gamora just asked Bucky, and he went, yeah, go for it.
2: I I, I wonder, because I, I didn't actually... I should have gone back and looked at it, like freeze-framed it and looked at it, compared to his arm in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And see if it's the same arm or if it's like an old arm, because if it's an old arm, I can kind of understand. Well, probably just went to Wakanda and was like, "Yo, can we?"
0: Um, it does also have a uh, post-credit scene, which I enjoyed. Oh yeah, it did. Of um, Groot being a Christmas tree—that was very funny. I enjoyed that.
2: Groot was swole as fuck. Yeah, Groot. Groot's not like late teenager needs his final growth spurt.
0: So apparently a lot of people are confused about something as well. So I'm just going to go out there and okay. say it in case people don't realize. Current Groot isn't Groot from the first Guardians film. Current Groot is that Groot's son.
2: Well, yeah, it's like a sapling of him. It's not obviously yeah, the exact same. It's,
0: it's not him. It has a different personality, which is why, even though he's now getting towards the size of Groot from the first film, mm. his design is a bit different because... I mean, people are different. I just um, like to
2: think it's also him you know, in like his early 20s now. Early that, 20s when putting muscle on like, a
0: piece of piss. Yeah, just
2: like bulking out in the gym. <laughs> also, there was in the post credit scene, he was uh, being a Christmas tree, and then he obviously dropped his arms and, like, ah, oh, great, why are you ruining Christmas again? So, why do I feel like we're going to get another Christmas special down the line?
0: <laughs> that would be funny. Probably. <laughs> um, also. I think we can start to believe that more specials... You remember the rumour a while back about Marvel considering moving away from as many actual TV shows Mm. and kind of some TV shows, some specials? Yeah. That intro for, like, Marvel special, that doesn't seem like something you'd bother throwing together unless you were going to do more of them.
2: No. I, I agree. I think there is going to be some more of these especially because like if you like looking at this one as like probably cost wise it fit a little fun little special thing and they literally like it was all done out of one set and then filmed just in LA which is no cost on set and they're just going to locations
3: yeah
2: and it's like there's probably actually in a way it probably is cheaper than doing a tv show and still fits like adds stuff to the, the grandest story. Especially like how we got like the whole thing of mantises.
1: Um I nearly said I Chris.
2: Yeah. It's his sister. Yeah. And that adds to the whole like bigger story thing. Um there's just fun little things like that I think they're good for. They're gonna be good 100%. filler things.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing as well one of the big complaints for Phase 4, or the two main complaints with Phase 4, has, gone, has been, doesn't feel that connected, mm. and watching Marvel start to finish has gone from, like, a two-week job to a two-month job. Mm. And people are like, like, there's more in Phase 4 than there was in the first three phases combined, in, like, hours to watch. So maybe Marvel are like, okay, we're alienating casual fans a little bit. So we need to balance it a little bit. So A, there's still plenty of cool stories for us to tell, and we can get around to telling them. But also it's easier for people to consume at a pace that doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Um, And I think they're two of the big parts of the decision, as well as going one nine episode TV show in a special is going to be cheaper, I would imagine, than 2 Six episode TV
2: shows oh, yeah. and probably yield better results. Mm, I agree. There um, was one thing that I was disappointed about though for this Christmas special. We got we got no mention of Santa.
0: I was quite surprised.
2: Over that we got it. Obviously, they mentioned him in a song.
0: I really I, enjoyed that song. That song, by that song
2: was fucking great. Honestly, loved it. Um, but yeah, other than the mention of it in the song of being like he travels a, like to every home in fourteen hours. Um, I I would have loved if they just dropped a hint, like if the post credit scene had actually been like a a shield file on Santa Claus or something.
0: Yeah, I see. Here's the thing. I don't want to say too much because the um yeah Santa character profile is coming up. I know. Um, but they definitely could have had a lot of fun with a potential kind of yeah. Santa post credit scene which I think would have been a lot of fun. Especially if you do it right, it could be a lot of fun for kids as well. Yeah. Um. But overall, it was, it was fun. Is it something that's going to get added into the must-watch every Christmas? Probably not. Is it something that I definitely think if you love Christmas and you love Marvel, you should watch? Absolutely. Mm. Kevin Bacon's really funny in it. Yeah. Definitely got in the spirit of it. Probably got paid quite well, but definitely got in the spirit of it um and i just i enjoy stupid shenanigans i mean yeah it's just it's on.
2: just a christmas fuck about yeah. like it's one of those where it's like you'll have your staple christmas films but if you've got a spare evening over christmas each year, and you're like well let's chuck on we want to keep it in the christmas theme let's chuck on the marvel
0: 100 percent never in
2: five years we might have like a bunch of them that we can watch as like a
0: <laughs> yeah like that be, that'd be like quite a fun thing to do like next year do like an Avengers Christmas special and the one off like do an X-Men Christmas special. And then before you know it, you have like
1: a little you MCU. Get see
0: every, yeah, you get to see like every group of characters having their own Christmas. So exactly. do a Peter Parker one though because it'll just be depressing.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Pain. Um,
0: but keeping on Christmas because it is now officially December 1st and yes. we are going to milk Christmas for all it's worth.
2: We are this whole nice one.
0: We have been putting together our Christmas list as nerds for Santa. Yes. Um how do you want to do this? Do you want to just be I go you go or do you want to alternate? Um You you go, I go. Okay, cool. Um so first and foremost for me, and the reason mm. this is on the Christmas list is because I physically don't know how they can make it happen. So I'm I'm asking Santa for a little bit of magic here. <laughs> Give me a flash video game. It's so difficult to make work. I, I get that because the flash is OP as fuck. So getting the balance of him being realistic and you're like, yeah, this is awesome, without like making stupid ways of being able to die in the game is rough. Hmm. But I want a flash video game.
3: If anyone can do it, Santa can. That is number okay. one. Number two is a bit more realistic. Right. I want
0: uh confirmation other than Deadpool 3 of MCU X-Men. Ooh. I wanna know the 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 rumoured or like the working title of a confirmed mutant project. Ooh. Even if it's something as simple as this is project
2: the name card,
0: yeah, like Project X, like <laughs> oh no, that's hundred thieves in it. You get know what I mean? <laughs> just like you know, you know how like they're super <laughs> no, 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 weird I working titles. Give me let let that leak and let it be confirmed that that is a mutant project, just so I know that it's definitely being worked on as we speak.
2: Hmm. I can, yeah, I can go behind that.
0: And then the third one is the probably actually the least likely to happen because. I mean, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Mm. I would love a newer IP from DC, Marvel, an independent company that I can fall in love with like I have with Spider-Man and Invincible and all them other great characters. Give me something where I'm just like, I want the comics and the show and the game, and I want it all yesterday. Um because, yes, it's great having old characters that we look at and we can, like, reminisce over and love. But I would love to have one truly iconic, great character
1: mm.
0: that I can, like, go along with from the beginning. Gotcha. Like, Invincible, Invincible She's like, young. Mm. But it was still before I was even collecting comics properly. Yeah. Um. So, like, for one to crop up and me to, like, see it and go, I like the look of that and then be there from the start, would it be mm. special. I don't. I don't necessarily want it to be as big as Invincible and Spider-Man because that's, I mean, less than once in a lifetime. But just one that I love as much as them to come along and be like, "Yep, that is brand new." Yep. That
1: agree, would yeah. be great. That'd
2: be
0: What about you, Mister Zontal? What, so... what would you like for Christmas?
2: We'll go. What order should I do this? We'll we'll start with. I love a Deadpool free trailer
0: oh that's a good one
2: so we've had the teaser we've had the tease that wolverine's back now we just even even if it's like the teaser trailer and it's just like actually just like a single clip from the film or something just like that initial being like hugh jackman back in claws out like and deadpool back in the suit ryan reynolds back in the deadpool suit like that would love that could have that under the tree that'd be great um Keeping on Marvel, some sort of, so, sort of similar to your like X-Men confirmation, but Spider-Man 4, either a title, so we know kind of maybe what where this is going, or maybe it's like, I don't know, a teaser of some sort. I'd love, I want to know where we're going next with Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, even if, I yeah. I mean, if title... Like then knowing the title of it would be great. I think give us a good indication. But yeah, some something.
0: But lots to speculate over.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then my final thing is, I want a new Star Wars movie. Like a confirmation of like this is where then like we're getting films, and this is where they're going to be set. Like time, even if it's just like it's set at this point in the timeline.
0: You, you want them to come out and go, "We're going back to the old Republic, motherfuckers." Well,
2: yeah. Uh, if they came back out and were like we're working on a new trilogy and it's set in the height of the Sith. I'd be like, cool, yeah, I'm on I'm, I'm, I'm board. Give it, give it me Take all my now. body. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: like just, we've got loads of Star Wars shows at the moment and stuff coming out. Like, I just want that like film level now, now th- them to ride off the hype and give us some films.
0: 100%,
2: 100%. Now, I mentioned before we started recording to Connor that I took this question originally that he posed in a different way of like, Actual nerd gifts, (laughs) but I have a counter way of posing a question now of this. So if Connor, Christmas morning,
3: present under the tree, you could have one item from, we'll
2: do the things that we cover, so Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, DC. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: If you could have one item from one of those universes, and it's like just, just even if it's just to go on your shelf or just to own, for one item, what would it be?
0: Okay, so I've, I've got two answers.
2: I also have two answers. <laughs>
0: if if I get like associated powers, give me a white lantern or a green lantern powering. Okay. If it's purely just a really high quality, like it's
2: it's, it's the item.
0: That would probably go powering. But it would be very difficult for me to say no to a flash uh, ring that has his suit hidden in it.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: But uh, I don't have access to the speed force to get the most out of that. So yeah, it would just be, just be a really cool ring.
2: That you can put the suit on and off.
0: <laughs> well, no, because he uses oh, yeah, speed no, force to do so it. Oh, yeah, I know It would just be a really cool ring. <laughs> um, you get electrocuted
2: uh, one time or went and just the yeah. suit pop out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. ribbon going so, so my- yeah i'd probably i'd probably go powering okay a lantern powering so
2: my two things is i'm i i think i'll one is i want a fucking i want a lightsaber i just want a lightsaber
0: i, I back it i back it it's I'd very like, difficult to say no to
2: like legit actual lightsaber would be sick my other thing Which I feel is kind of cheating, but also isn't. (laughs) I want Jarvis.
0: Oh no, I can back that. I can back that. But you do have to find space for like 50 server racks.
2: Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i'd like it'd be like this is a big present. it's just a server rack and i'm like huh yeah, and then turn it on it's yeah. jarvis but like you yeah, know yeah. if i could have jarvis you're gonna
0: to have to run all the cables and the monitors and the speakers and everything fun. for it but I, we, we we can get you the server with jarvis living in it that's one
2: i think jarvis would also be a sick thing to have irl
0: It it, it would be very very cool very very yeah.
2: cool that was just a different I mean, maybe, but, maybe the listeners can let us know what they would have out of those. Universes. Well,
0: I mean, here's the thing: we can't have a new lightsaber or anything like that for Christmas. But if you are a nerd and you do want something nerdy for Christmas, mm. what you can do is you can go down to the Forbidden Planet affiliate link down below and you can you can use a that to get to get a replica or get a Funko Pop of your favorite character or a graphic mm. novel or comic book. I think there's some novel novels on there as well. But like, yeah, but, but,
2: like, like Forbidden Planet has top, everything. Top
0: Yeah, they have everything. So, if you want something tangibly nerdy that you can get this year, or you want to get something tangibly nerdy for someone else, the link's down there. It supports us a great deal, and hopefully you can find something really cool for someone.
2: There might even be a flash ring that basically will will function exactly the the same as if we had a flash ring. That's the one I'd want, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So... There you go. Maybe, maybe Jenna can buy that for you, Connor.
0: I, I am not going to lie to you. There have been a number of times I've looked for high quality flash rings. Just because <laughs> it, 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 fallen things. Sometimes you just <laughs> got to oh, let your nerd shine in a little exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> but it's fine because with what I'm about to teach everyone, all going to have enough money to become Batman.
2: Oh, okay. I best get a note out then.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is how you're going to become a Marvel or Disney actor. I right. have held this theory very close. For a long time,
3: um and it's it's very don't it's very easy
0: theoretically you do have to pull it off though um so my girlfriend has been re-watching Doctor Who, as I'm sure a lot of people have after David Tennant has come back into the role for the special for Judy mm-hmm. Gatawa takes over mm-hmm. um and while she's been re-watching it. I have been reminded of this thing that I've noticed for a number of years. Okay. If you want to work for Marvel more specifically, but Disney in general, you have got to go through the BBC. I am going to list off some actors who have been in Doctor Who mainly with Mm. a little bit of Sherlock and also a couple of other shows. Some of them have been in multiple each. Right. Um, some in main roles, some in side roles. Mm-hmm. And this is not everyone. I'm sure I've missed people. Yeah. So, starting off, the most obvious I will feel for a lot of people is probably David Tennant. Mm-hmm. He played the Doctor. He also played uh Kilgrave in Jessica Jones. Yes. Christopher Eccleston played the Doctor. He also played the main Dark Elf in Thor The Dark World. Oh. Karen Gillian
1: Mm -hmm. plays
0: Amy Pond to Matt Smith's Doctor. Mm -hmm. Also plays uh, Nebula.
1: Mm.
0: Matt Smith played the Doctor, then went on to play Morbius. Not Morbius, character in Morbius. Haven't seen the film, but Matt Smith's in it. As far as some people are concerned, he's the only highlight. Andrew Garfield. um, He was in one episode during David Tennant's run, um, the Daleks in New York. Oh, that was a 2 part actually, I think. Um, Pretty small role, but plenty of speaking lines. Mm -hmm. That was well before he was anywhere near a big role. Um, Gugu Gugu Mabath-Raw. Now, this is where we start getting more niche with it. Okay. She played Trish in Doctor Who, which was Martha Jones's sister. Okay. She also played Judge Renflaw in the Loki series. Oh. Yeah. God. Then we've got Tony Curran, who played Da Vinci in one of the Matt Smith episodes in Doctor Who. Right. He's in two Marvel IPs. Oh. He's in Thor the Dark World as Boar, and he's in Daredevil as the Irish Mafia guy that kidnaps the Punisher. Oh. Letitia Wright. She was in the Doctor Who episode. Um, the Eye of the Raven, I think it was called. She's obviously Shuri in the current Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Um, such a Darwin. Uh, you're going to have to give me because I've got to write, write down who you played in Marvel here. Uh, oh, yes, of course. So he plays the master opposite um, Jodie Whittaker's doctor. But he was also in Iron Fist as one of the main antagonists. Benedict Cumberbatch obviously played Sherlock, then played Doctor Strange. Martin Freeman Mm -hmm. played Doctor Watson, now plays um, Everett Ross. Richard Madden was in the BBC show The Bodyguard before he became Icarus. (laughs) Gemma Chan had two roles in one episode of Doctor Who and one episode of Sherlock where she was a Named character with a number of lines, mm. but was only in the one episode before she then had a role in Captain Marvel as one of Captain Marvel's squad when she mm. thought she was fully Cree. before them becoming Cersei. Oh. I'm not saying this is everyone. I'm almost certain that I've missed people. Yeah, but you fun. see, there is, there is a pattern and I think I've worked out what causes this pattern. Marvel and Disney require actors they trust and they know can work hard. We know that Disney admire Doctor Who and the BBC because they're partnering with them for Doctor Who going forward to increase the budget and allow them to flourish, Mm -hmm. which means they clearly like the way it's done and the operational sense and everything like that, which means if you can get a role with the BBC as an actor, even bit part roles... Another one I forgot. Sorry. Um, your man who was in Get Out, the main actor. I forget his name. Daniel K- Kaluuya. He plays um,
3: the leader of one of the tribes in Black Panther. Okoye's hmm. husband. Yeah? Yeah. The, if you
0: can get one of these roles, um, they, it, it shows that you can work in these professional settings that they know you're going to be able to then operate with them. Um, Don't get me wrong. A little bit clickbaitly, I made it sound like it's just, oh, I can guarantee you a Marvel role. Obviously, it's not that simple. But as an actor, if you are an actor who wants to go that kind of way and eventually work for a mega corporation like Disney, who's going to be able to give you a lot of work, it shows that even small roles with people like the BBC who are quite well regarded with what they make and really give you the skills you need them transferable skills to go further.
2: I imagine Disney kind of look at as well, the same way that like, with schools, we look at Oxford and Cambridge, it's like you've worked on something that's in the BBC. Okay, that's an extra star next to that accredited role.
0: Exactly. Um so. and don't me wrong, some of them actors played major roles in them shows. So they're they're obviously hmm. talented. But some of them played they were in one episode, two episodes. Yeah. Um roles that are so small that like people regularly forget Andrew Garfield was in Doctor Who. It's not yeah. like that made his name. Um but I, I think it's very interesting. One or two is a coincidence, this many is a pattern. Yeah. Disney clearly look at the BBC. Maybe I need to do more investigating here. Maybe all of these people all come under the same talent agency or something, or did <laughs> yeah. at the time. Imagine. And that talent agency is just really good at pimping people out to Disney. Who knows? Um, and this is probably we even looked at people who went on to work for like Star Wars related things as well. Christ knows how many people have gone that way. Um, this is where, but there's, like, de- there's definitely a pattern.
2: Someone on the recruiting side of Disney is just a massive Doctor Who fan. And they're just like, oh, I get to put that person in. Okay. But, well, yeah, they will be great for the role. Yeah, <laughs> move, move them on. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. There you have it. Just, just get on Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, just get, get a side role in Doctor Who and just wait for that call from Kevin Feig. I'm sure it is that simple. I'm sure you just, don't have to do anything in between.
2: Uh, yeah, all you have to do is be on social media being like, I'm such a huge nerd.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, but with the way games MCU's expanding, they're gonna need all the actors they can get. So get this on that quick. true. Um, and this brings us on to the Nerd News Network. Horry, if you've got our big um fanfare intro ready yet.
1: I'm sure
0: um, it's playing right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah,
0: cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um a relatively quiet week, but mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. silent. Yeah, there's little little bits here and there. Teasings yeah. Um, One of the big things that seemed to Come and, and then disappear as fast As it came was That there is a rumour And it is a rumour even though some people Reported it as fact as That do. Deadpool is joining The MCU via the TVA Yeah,
2: see I must have missed this So it explains why it disappeared
0: Yeah so uh, By the looks of it The Miss Minutes account on Twitter The official one Okay. Um Miss Minutes is the super creepy character from yeah, like yeah, for yeah. those who are confused. The little AI character. Um, appeared to tweet Ryan Reynolds going hi, welcome. Um so like if you google Miss Minutes Deadpool right now you're going to get four articles <laughs> pop up instantly from 2 days ago um about how Deadpool is joining the MCU via the TVA. Okay. Um I think that would be a very interesting way for them to do it without causing too much trouble. Um, I also think with Marvel being the way it is and Deadpool being the way it is, this could just be Ryan Reynolds and Co. having fun.
2: Yeah, this feels much more to me like a social media manager having a bit of fun. It's yeah. been like, oh, we're known as like the character that it manages all the timelines and whatnot. This will be fun. We know Deadpool's coming to the MCU now. Uh, let's just do a fun little tweet. Three impressions, people, isn't yeah, it? just get people talking.
0: Hit hit my monthly impression quote room one day, pog. Because let's be honest, every
2: time like the Deadpool films, like one and two, like the promotional stuff is all Ryan Reynolds kind of being smart and having fun about it. No, he knows what gets the internet talking. This is very easy. Like it's been a little while now since we got that like tease about Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds sat on a couch and he's saying, do you want to come back? To it? We've, it's been a while since that. So And in
0: today's climate as well, with how rabid nerds are on the internet, mm-hmm. a tweet like that, they're going to eat out. They're going to dissect oh, yeah. every letter of it.
2: And they know how that.
0: They
2: know. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I, it's 100%. To me, that 100% is just a marketing thing. Just to get people talking about it again. Like, because they're gonna just want to keep generating like discussion about the film till there's a yeah. trailer. Uh huh. And I think they should give us a trailer for Christmas. Just re really putting that out there. Just uh, Kevin, I know you listen, Kevin. Uh, hope Kevin's you're having a good lunch. Hope you're having a good lunch. Hope it's uh, you're enjoying yeah. that lunch. Uh, but yeah, we could have the Deadpool trailer. That'd be real cool.
0: I don't know. He's probably a bit grumpy that I outed his onboarding process of um just stealing <laughs> BBC actors. um we also got more news from james gunn
2: yes we did
0: um now i don't know how accredited this is or if this is kind of like word of mouth the industry vibe over what he's thinking
2: oh okay no i saw this as an article it's from someone asked him a question
0: okay so did you see an actual article with this kind of quote then Yeah, so... Okay, well, that's good.
2: I've added a bit on my nose just because it was what I remembered. I think someone asked him along the lines of, like, now that you're over at DC, like, are you using what you learn on the MCU? And he turned around and said, he's not actually basing... He's looking more at basing it around what Star Wars have done than the MCU... And said, by bringing in video games and animated movies and live action and all that into one expansive universe. Got ya. Which is where that whole quote, I think, has come from.
0: But he also made it very clear that he's not against solo projects.
2: No, yeah, he did also, I think, mention that there'd still be some...
0: So he's going, oh, we want to get everything in together. We want our games and our... We want everything, you to be able to pick it up and go, oh, that's from there, that's from there, that's from there. But he's not against the idea of, if there is a desire for it, a need for it, a different take on a character in its own solo project, which I think is the right way to approach it.
2: Yeah, and I think he's also like... Like, if you look at Star Wars everything pretty much everything games the animated like clone wars series the animated films the live action shows and live action it's all in the same world and it's all canon to the most degree so i think that's where he wants to kind of like it also is his plan obviously is like he doesn't want to be limiting this like dcu that we keep talking about he obviously has plans that he wants it to spread into animated stuff, but still be canon to the world he's building and games and like spread further than just a f- set of films that are all connected.
0: 100%.
2: Which I'm all for.
0: I completely agree. Um, and with how good DC historically have been with animated films, mm-hmm. um, it's a revenue they definitely need to look at. But what they need to do is make it easier for the rest of the world to access mm-hmm. these animated films outside of america it's a bastard um it's one of them few times where people don't illegally stream the content just because they're cheap it's because it's the only way to find it
2: yeah because what's warner brothers stuff is it streamed on anything
0: um they the animated stuff is um streamed on Something, um, DC animated movies,
3: like um, HBO or something, or Hulu, or
2: streaming
3: where HBO. to watch all the DC animated movies online, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. HBO Max, mm, um, wild. or you can rent them through some places,
1: but yeah, but it's like HBO Max, which very is very
0: expensive. Just... So, how Um, long
2: before we get um, DC Minus? Because we've got Disney Plus.
0: um,
2: Or DC Plus. Imagine imagine they bring out DC Plus.
0: I imagine they're just going to work on trying to roll HBO Max out worldwide. Is HBO
2: owned by Warner Bros then?
0: I
3: think it might be the other way around. Or it might be a partnership.
2: No, I think HBO goes to is under Warner Brothers Discovery.
0: Okay, so in in April 22, Warner Media and Discovery merged to form Warner Bros Discovery. HBO Max is one of the combined company's two flagship streaming services; the other being Discovery Plus. So I do think HBO came under Warner Bros or Warner Media rather.
3: Okay, so yeah, it seems like they're just going to expand the them. I would imagine so. Um, but
0: right now, for a lot of the world, it's basically impossible to see these animated movies, mm-hmm. and these animated movies are some of the best superhero content out there. Um, but if someone was really desperate, I'm sure they could find... A YouTube channel somewhere that has the entire films cut up into like 40 second segments that are in a playlist that auto plays with basically no adverts. Like, So it's like almost watching the film in one go anyway. I'm sure if someone looked really hard, something like that's probably out there. Yeah, it probably is. Um, not that I'd know because I um, would never do anything. Yeah, YouTube,
2: would. don't worry. We're, we're just saying that. It doesn't matter. i, would, I, would never I would looking
0: know. for that. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's not there at all YouTube. No one would be able to get around to very
2: cool tools. Susan, don't worry, it's fine.
0: Su- Su- Susan, relax, it's fine. <laughs> um, there was also... Quentin Tarantino joins the list of revered, Is he not already... and res- revered and respected directors that have to have an issue with Marvel. I, feel I kind like of he's get his comment.
2: Already said stuff in the past, though.
0: Yeah, I do kind of get his comment. So basically what he said is the marvelization of Hollywood i.e. Mm. these big franchises so there's like 12 franchise films a year and anything else kind of gets forgotten about mm. has killed off movie stars like Brad Pitt, George Clooney and stuff like people like that don't exist anymore the characters are now the superstars
2: I get and, you. His, and
0: his point was no one's going to see Anthony Mackie they're going to see Captain America.
3: Got you. I do think there is some validity to his point. Yeah. However, Tom Holland is a fucking movie star.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, when he's in a Spider-Man film, people are going to see Spider-Man, but people didn't go to see Uncharted to see Nathan Drake. They went to see Tom Holland.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I think it actually is? Because I I agree. I think his point has some validity to it. I think what he's more... in, In a way, trying to make a point on is like... The likes of like Tom Holland hasn't really changed them being a movie star because they are such a big name and they want to go off and do other films. But because of how many... Like Marvel films are on. If an actor gets into that universe, let's be real, they're making plenty of money just off Marvel.
0: Yeah, 100%. They're
2: not necessarily doing like. They, they can just do Marvel films and be great. And because of that, they're not expanding themselves into other films. So then they just become known as that character. And I think that's where he's like, yeah, okay, in that case, yeah. Because of how successful superhero films are now actors don't need to do anything else so then 100%. it kills them being movie stars at that level I,
0: I think a better point from him would have been that it's made it difficult to be a out and out movie star I think there are going to be less Leonardo DiCaprio's, hmm. Brad Pitt's George Clooney's etc. Yeah. Um, but I think when there is one, they're gonna be okay. even bigger than the yeah, traditional yeah. movie star. I think it's gonna create more extremes.
2: Agreed.
3: Um but I'm something irks me about
0: directors who are I guess acclaimed is the word, acclaimed directors, Mm. sitting there and bitching and moaning about the stuff that we, the consumer, are choosing to consume.
3: While they're still, let's be honest, talking about it to get a bit of attention on whatever they want attention on.
2: Yeah. Now I get what you mean. It's Like,
0: who was it the other month that complained their film didn't do well because of Marvel? I don't oh, it wasn't know. the other month. It was like six months ago. They re- it, was a, it was another acclaimed director, I forget who, who released a film that absolutely tanked. And he was like, oh, it's all Marvel and Disney's fault for just these films that everyone's just mindlessly consuming. And it's turned the cinema, which, yes, it's art, but a lot of people are able to switch off and just enjoy, mm. into this thing where... You're getting the snobbery that you got in other forms of art, which is why people started watching movies.
2: It's what it is, because I, I think the reason Quentin Tarantino has been in pulled up again, because I'm sure he said stuff in the past, is because he's recently been on a podcast, which is where a lot of this has all been coming from.
0: What kind of dickhead do go on a podcast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like, I think he kind of probably got baited into that, this question. Oh, like, 100%. Like, someone probably, the person probably asked him, like, oh, you've previously said, like, you're not a fan of, like, Marvel films, do you still feel that way? And he's probably gone, yeah, I think it's killing the movie stars, blah, blah, blah. I think he, like, directors and accredited, like you say, accredited directors,
3: it's, it's this kind of thing where they seeing they see the Marvel system as
2: Disney trying to print money like they see it as like a big business and it's whereas what they as directors are like oh we're in it for like the the one of one films which have like a passion put into the story and passion put into how it's like crafted and created and Marvel's like a I think he sees yeah because of how many they're pumping out. And doesn't kind of, they don't step back and kind of appreciate it for the bigger picture of Marvel and why people enjoy it because it's this big integrated I think, world.
0: I it's, think the MCU, while it's done many good things, has the perception of superhero culture to the extent that it's viewed as this big industry now. Let's remember for a long time, if you were above the age of 11 and still like superheroes, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. And you, that, and you would be reminded of that.
2: That That's the thing. I think these accredited directors, enough, like their work's amazing and nothing against them, but they are often older directors, probably still very much have the mindset of, why would any adult want to go watch a superhero film? And struggle to see past like, how people c- don't like the craft that they're making over like why they go watch a, a superhero film, not realizing that had Peter Jackson had the reins to the Lord of Rings and turned it into what the MCU is or something and like done all of the Lord of R- like had the full reins of the Tolkien estate. Like we would have had something like the MCU years ago, mm-hmm. but- yeah, it's this kind of weird disconnect of still stuck, very much dedicated to the craft of filmmaking, whereas MCU is like very much bigger picture, we're crafting this larger story for everyone to just enjoy, and I think yeah. that's where like people, well, people like Quentin Tarantino and stuff, have a bit of a gripe against it for.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And don't get me wrong, like. I'd argue Tim Burton probably as a director sits more with your acclaimed directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and his Batman films are some of my favourites. Um so there's definitely room for there to be overlap between these mm. highly acclaimed directors and the comic book world. But I think directors getting so, I'm gonna say as it is, butthurt over the success of superhero films is actually robbing us of the ability to potentially get like Tell me, with Quentin Tarantino's style, a Punisher film couldn't be really fucking good.
2: Yeah, it would. Yeah, like, you could have... Like, if some of these acclaimed directors that have very set styles and stuff, like, if they crossed into a superhero, you get some great films.
0: I, I would love to see James Gunn at DC find a character that suits a director's style and just go, I, I'd like... I I want you to do mm. you, but here's the character. Yeah. Think, um, that would be a really cool way to do like a DC black
2: label I, I think essentially what will happen is you're going to get the younger directors that grew up and looked up to like the likes of Quentin Tarantino and studied their styles and maybe crafted their own style of filmmaking from pulling from all these things they'll be the ones that are, like are the new accredited directors with a set style that people recognise just like they recognise Quentin Tarantino's style but they'll be more than happy to work on superhero films, and that's where it'll, like the crossover just will become more natural. And I guess there'll be more creativity then across the films.
0: Yeah, no. Um, yeah. And finally, in the Nerd News Network,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, the Flash film, the mystical, rumored, long-awaited Flash film,
2: the the what well, film? I haven't heard anything about this film. <laughs> Is this a new um, film coming out?
0: You'd think so. <laughs> it's had another test screening, apparently with good results, largely unchanged from the last one. Still with VFX and audio tuning to be done. At but this point, it does is also that, have a new to,
2: logo. Did they need to release the film? Have not enough people seen it through test screening now that, like, kind of everyone's seen I it. I don't
0: know how more of the film hasn't leaked. To be honest.
2: How, how have we not got to see Like, come on.
0: Yeah, where's our invite? Yeah,
2: why have we not seen Could a test fair, screening?
0: Are we surprised that we've not been invited to this with how much we've ripped on DC?
2: Yeah, but then that's why you invite us, because it's like, these are very... we These are the people we want to convert.
0: True.
2: I bet As there's people a- out there, they're going to hear that this Flash film's coming out, and they'll go, oh, is this a follow-on to the one that came out a few years back? Not knowing that that never happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not realizing it never came out. Um, but I'll tell you what. Our, our oh. thoughts that were very pessimistic, mm. that Mar- that DC may have delayed the Flash film to quieten down the drama surrounding Ezra Miller.
1: Hmm.
0: It looks a bit more realistic now, doesn't it? hmm They've they've got them under control and away from the public eye. The news has simmered away. The thing and now is, now they can like, start reintroducing the Flash film.
2: The thing is, they're not gonna like it's died down. But as much as they try to keep running from this, or like avoiding it, as soon as that film comes out, the internet's just gonna be like. Why the fuck is Ezra Miller still in this? Like, the, the internet is... Because no, like,
0: is the Flash not just come out really close to Aquaman, though?
2: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, as soon as it releases, everyone will go, oh, shit, yeah, that's the film with Ezra Miller in it that we didn't like. And everyone will start talking about the fact that, like, why was this not changed?
0: So it's like, as much as they're trying to avoid oh, I, it... I was wrong anyway. Aquaman's coming out. Wait.
2: Yeah, Aquaman got pushed back as well. Like,
0: yeah, no, I didn't realize that much. Apparently, it's not going to be until December next year.
2: Yeah, because they still want it after Flash. This, this oh, is this is the thing that we, we talked about so many times. Is like, what we're not happens? See James
0: Gunn's DC
1: twenty
2: twenty four. Years. Well, twenty twenty four. If we're lucky. Um. Then that's the thing though. we've said it before. Like, what happens if the like. We, we still have no fucking clue what the, the plan is with the Flashpoint movie.
0: What happens if these two films... Bang!
2: Well, not even if they bang. It's like... They're ca- let, let's be realistic. They're pretty much fucking pointless at this point. Because we know James Gunn's essentially probably going to start from scratch. Or the bare minimum. So realistically, whatever happens in these films in the grand scheme of things, isn't going to matter because he's going to retcon probably half of it anyway.
0: So, I'm not going to say necessarily he's going to start from scratch. What I would say is his plan of what he's doing is going to be set in stone before the results of these films are in. Yeah, so... So, if it's shit and he's decided he's sticking with them, fuck. If they're great and he's decided he's moving on from them, fuck. Like, there's two out of four outcomes realistically. Well, no, because, like, if they're good, in shambles.
2: Well, if they're good and he's moving on from them, that's fine because then everyone's a bit more excited about DC and what's to come. So it Mm. kind of benefits him. If they're shit and he's moving on, great because everyone's like, okay, we're getting a fresh start. If they're shit and he's sticking with them, that's a problem. But it's more the case of like, if they're shit and they bomb, everyone's just gonna go, What the fuck was the point in them films? Because we're starting What, what if with, we like, waited
0: like... an extra two years for them?
2: Yeah, like and I, I'm still adamant or worried, should I say, that something like Flashpoint's gonna reach that shit. And because Aquaman got delayed to be after Flashpoint, suddenly Aquaman's gonna become pointless. Whatever happens in that film, we're just gonna be like, well, this doesn't mean anything and like we
0: make zero sense. Yeah, it's it's
2: like oh, it's just, it's such a weird like can we, we just need these films to come out and just get past them. Just rip the fucking band-aid off already.
0: Forget release the Snyder cut, release any cut.
2: You just release the films. <laughs> just
0: give just give DC, us the
2: films. DC, just rip the band-aid off, release the films, go dark for a couple of years. And then start fresh.
0: Imagine after after Aquaman comes out, they don't announce talk about films for twelve months. Straight. All, all
2: that's announced is James Gunn's in the lab.
0: Yeah, <laughs> could Just... you imagine the memes if that's a tweet? <laughs> He's like, uh, "Radio silence. I'm going to the lab." <laughs>
1: <laughs> just,
0: just, just people editing James Gunn's face onto, onto Eminem writing
1: rhymes. Well, no,
2: no, just be editing his face onto like different DC villains and their lairs and stuff. No, like I actually think like they should just go dark on everything after these films and let shit die down because, really, like I, I hope they're great, but realistically, they're probably gonna bomb and. Gonna there's need... a lot
0: of controversy around both of them. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't help. So that's and why. F- unlike Ezra Miller, whose kind of controversy has died down but will rear its head when the film's coming out, mm. Amber Heard is trending on Twitter every other day still.
2: It's, yeah, it's like. I just. It feels like DC's dragging their feet, trying to avoid like a painful situation, but there's just no avoiding it.
0: Now that James Gunn's in and got his feet under the table, maybe he'll go, okay, this is what we're doing. No more delays. He's coming out on this date. You're not wasting any more of my time.
2: Exactly. Hopefully he's like, can we get these out the fucking way so I can get on with my job? Because everything we've heard from him and what he said he's going to do has sounded great. So I trust James Gunn. In James Gunn, we this, trust.
0: This this man gave me the iconic Scooby Doo film I grew up with, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to give the man a shot, as well as, sorry, as well as I was going to say, you're forgetting
2: film. your one of your yeah. favorite films.
0: One of my favorite comic book films of all time. I, I trust this man to. I'm what once the first film that is fully under his control comes out, you're gonna, you guys are gonna realize that I'm actually more of a DC fanboy than a Marvel fanboy, and you're gonna you're gonna yearn for the days where I relentlessly shit all over DC again. Um, but it's time to move on to the Super showdown
1: mm-hmm. now it is yes, indeed
0: super scroll versus the juggernaut based on the
3: brackets the juggernaut is due to have the advantage here yes so here's what I'm going to say the super scroll mm-hmm. is only copying the powers of the juggernaut oh Interesting. Mm. Hmm. So, standard rules. <laughs> standard rules.
0: Bloodlusted, neutral environment. Super Scroll, who
3: is mimicking Juggernaut versus Juggernaut.
1: Hmm.
3: I. I I don't know. Because, does the Super Scroll. When it's
2: mimicking, is it enhanced?
3: This is a million-dollar question, isn't
2: it? Doesn't the Super Scroll Um, also have some default powers, though?
0: Kind of, but not really. uh, As far as I know, they're kind of, like, bred for a specific purpose. Right, okay. So, like, when the Scrolls wanted to overtake, say, one of the Fantastic Four, they would breed a Super Scroll to mimic that got, Got
2: you, got you, got you.
0: There 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 have been instances of some that had powers from multiple characters, but they were read out they.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um so this is a yoked super scroll.
0: Yep, 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 yep.
2: This is the OG yoked man.
0: (laughs) So the the first thing that needs to be considered.
3: Um, and I think it will probably be the deciding factor. While Super Scroll can be bred to mimic Juggernaut's
0: powers, hmm. Juggernaut's powers come from a particular stone that's like... Yeah, I was just in thinking him, this. Which is one of one super mystical, super magical and not very well understood. Mm. So while they can mimic his power level...
1: Can't mimic his that, equipment.
0: That stone
3: is different gravy. Yeah. I so f- what you've got is... you're left in this situation where yes, the scroll
0: to an, like if they were both the same person, they'd probably both go, fuck me that you, I couldn't tell you who's who. Cause that's the mm. whole point. That stone is a big difference maker as well as juggernaut's experience using his powers.
2: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: And I mean, like the equipment as well, like you said, like the big old helmet that protects his head
3: from psychic attacks. And stuff like that i just think the super scrolls are very well trained
0: they're designed to use the powers efficiently i definitely think it it's uh like a a 55 45 situation yeah but i think i think 55 has to go to the juggernaut purely because for all you know when he's about to fucking pass out or whatever the stone hits another level and just keeps him going.
2: Yeah, and also just like, like you said, the Super scroll are bred for a set use and essentially learn how to use those powers. Juggernaut's been fucking using those powers for years and has that edge on his own ability. Put it's like someone trying to mimic you, you're still going to be like better than them because you have the edge of being you. So... Yeah, I think you're right. The 55 45 scenario sort of like sits right on it being Juggernaut's slight favor. I,
0: I think the big thing to, that, that needs to be remembered is the Juggernaut is famously thick, as in dumb. Yeah. Yet still gives a fuck ton of grief to very intelligent mutants. Mm-hmm. Of his raw power and how dangerous he is.
1: Yeah,
2: whereas, um, like, a, a Super Scrolls intelligent are going to probably try and overthink things where yeah. Juggernaut's just going to be like, me smash thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ju- 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 Juggernaut is a big, bad um, Kool Aid man. He's yeah. just going to smash through the wall. Oh, yeah. And just go about his day. Super Scrolls going to try and get too techy with it. Mm hmm. And get clobbered pretty much is, is, is my hot take
3: no
2: I, I, I lie in the same way as you like I think Super Scroll will try and be overthink or too too techy with the what he has available to him to where it's as simple as just fucking smash it and juggernaut is simple-minded and will just his instinct is to just smash it. So, that'll win out on that slightly more occasions than other way around.
3: Yeah. Um, so I think we're
0: going to give that dub to the Juggernaut, which is always mm-hmm. fun. Little mm. underdog victory. Um, which means the final of the Marvel villains is going to be Ultron versus Juggernaut. Which mm. is the
3: one seed Versus
2: the three seed. Oh, it's not too bad. It's going to be an interesting
0: fight. It is indeed. So which just shows which shows how important the um, advantage is because the scroll mm-hmm. was the number two seed. But in the finals of each, there is no advantage anymore. So Juggernaut Ultron is as it comes, and now we move on to the DC hero list. Says
2: DC next, right?
0: Ooh. Um, So next week, we'll be having a Swamp Thing versus
3: The Signal. Oh. Mm.
0: Two of yours,
2: Harry. Mm. Both of mine. Mm. Swamp Thing, not to be confused with Marvel's recently met the live screen of Man-Thing.
0: (laughs) Man-Thing, who who, who for their respective companies will come up with by ex-college roommates and debuted within two months of each other.
2: Biggest con in history.
0: Honest to God. I like to think them two were actually in a romantic relationship and they pulled off the greatest con of all time.
2: Not even like romantic relationship, just like both of them were in their room. I like the
0: idea of them sat there on a porch in a nice house just laughing at these two mega corporations.
2: Well, no, it's just that thing of like, they both live abroad now. Like They both run away to the... Maldives or whatever and they're just on some beach house bar and they're like remember when we managed to fool Marvel and DC in the same week and they both yeah. sat there with like banks full <laughs> just <laughs> honestly but yeah that should be interesting I'll have to do uh, we'll have to look up a bit about Signal and get a better grasp on
0: you mean you don't already have a detailed character profile on your on your character pick?
2: No, do I help?
0: Shocking. Shocking <laughs> <behavior>. <laughs> what do you
2: want from me, kind of? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'll
0: tell you what. I will do a signal character
3: profile next week. Um, actually, mm. I've already done a signal. Uh, uh I don't. F- I can't remember. I don't no, think. No, I haven't. I don't
0: think you had.
2: No, um, I haven't.
0: I need to update my already done character profiles list. How
2: many Christmas themed character profiles have you got? Have you just got the one?
0: Um, I I'm going to do Santa. I might have a little look to see if Jesus officially exists in Marvel <laughs> or DC canon. Interesting. Jesus, Marvel. Jesus does exist in Marvel Earth six one six.
2: Interesting.
0: So. <laughs> We we um we may well do do a little Jesus character profile as well. (laughs) Well, also we've got he he also has a DC version. Oh, so actually, and and Santa has a DC version. So we might go. That might be our next four character profiles.
3: Um, we'll do DC Jesus, DC Santa, Marvel Jesus, Marvel Santa. I should probably do
0: Marvel Santa first, realistically, because that's the one I know the most about off the top of my head, but we'll see. Maybe I'll save that for a week when I don't have a lot of time.
2: And we've also, for those that some people might realize, but we're coming up to one year.
0: We really are. The channel was officially created on the 19th of December, 2021.
2: And episode one was the first Friday.
0: Yeah, that would have been... Christ, let me get that up quickly. Yeah, YouTube,
2: it must have been the seventh.
3: Look what that went up, yeah, may well have been. Um, also,
0: ladies and gentlemen, if you see us in, uh, if you see interesting YouTube videos that you think we need to be aware of, um, you can just cutscene convos in YouTube comments now and it will grab oh, yeah. us, let us know now that we've got our handle. Oh my goodness! I feel, we've done so many videos, you know. We're we're proper big time. <laughs>
2: proper big time.
0: Proper big time. We've um, done a lot. Since when doesn't it give the proper date of when videos went up anymore?
2: Who knows? Uh, I'll be able to tell you by going to the podcast version because we didn't
3: um, do v- we didn't do video until like episode seven. Um, well, I'm pretty sure um, it was fun the fact. same. We we
0: got a uh, Spotify rap for the podcast, which was really cool. When I accidentally stumbled yeah, across it, yeah, I saw you we came We were that. we were the top list. We were the top podcast for seven people. That's pretty cool. Shout out them seven people. Um, if you are one of them seven people listening on Twitter, um, at me on Twitter. Uh, listening on Spotify rather, at me on Twitter. Um, if I can remember what my Twitter and name didn't is. we weren't we. And in the I top five
2: percent or something in film and TV,
0: film and TV minutes uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the top five percent.
2: Which is here we go. Uh, yeah, seventh of January was episode one.
0: Seventh of January. So we're like well, well, we were four out.
2: weeks off.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, five. Five weeks. Three,
0: four. Yeah. That. So that will be episode. 49 will be our one year anniversary episode.
3: Which be- is right, we've missed three episodes this year.
1: Yeah.
3: No, we've missed four. We missed four. Have we? I can't remember. Oh, was this year a leap year? Yeah,
2: maybe.
0: Because that might have been the reason. I don't know. Anyway, we're waffling. Next week is going to be a really waffly episode. I'm gonna warn you guys now. Oh, because there is no new content coming out.
2: Have you double checked this time?
0: <laughs> I I haven't, but I'm pretty confident there's no new content coming out. Um, I've just seen that there's a trailer for Indiana Jones. Um, maybe we'll talk about that. But we're gonna have to pull some fun talking points out of our ass. But we will do that for you guys, like we always do. Um. But make sure you leave a like, make sure you're yes. subscribed. Yes. If you are one of our loyal listeners over on over on Spotify, um, and I was um we were your top podcast, at me on Twitter, um, at Connor Knight, the I is a one, and I'll follow you back because you are in legends. Um and we'll catch you next week yeah. for episode forty five. 45. Oh,
3: 45. Yeah. It's wildness out here. We'll see you um, next week. Take care.